Hi guys, here we are today with Zane Ansar, uh, Chief Commercial Officer at PayPro. Uh, Zane, how are you? Good to have you with us. I'm well, Lawrence. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. How have you been? Yeah, good, good. Like I said, like very, very busy with these podcasts and we're actually like getting ready just to launch the next version of Rayon. So it's been, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot. But look, we're not here to talk about uh, me. We're here to talk about you. We're here to talk about Paypro. Um, I'm going to jump straight into it. Um, obviously, um, Paypro, um, one of the very exciting companies coming out of Pakistan. Um, why don't we just start by just learning a little bit more about the history of, of Paypro uh, and why you guys built it? Yeah. So uh, Paypro came into being in uh, 2019. It was founded by Ali Janjwa. Uh, we are primarily in the payment facilitation space uh, with our focus mainly on the SME sector and the education sector. So uh, it was built with the idea of actually digitizing the collection for these two sectors uh, primarily. Uh, because the way it goes about in Pakistan, uh, you know, the adaption is still not at par with, you know, a lot of Western countries. We are still, you know, fighting for the basics to get the basics right in a lot of places. And a lot of collections, at least in bulk collections, uh, was an extremely manual and a labor intensive job, whereby it would take a lot of hours every month uh, for companies to actually make sure and just reconcile their books and in just collecting the payments so that's the space that we tried and we're hopefully we're doing a good job in digitizing that space so that's where the idea came from uh, if you want um, just to give you as an example of uh, how things work in pakistan so let's take the case of the education sector uh, whereby let's say there's a school which has approximately a thousand students uh, in it and uh, let's say every month the feature lands that they're sending across uh, so what usually happens with them is that the schools generate the chalan they send it across to the parents which is a physical bill and then there there's an assigned bank where the school expects the parents to go to and deposit that amount uh, but what the other thing happens is that they either deposit it at the particular branch, which is not a problem because then you figure out that who's made the payment. Uh, but other than that, a lot of parents end up making a bank transfer now. And then they're sharing the screenshots of the transfer with the school and then school is reconciling it uh, with their bank statements. So just imagine even if there are just a couple of hundred transactions that are there, oh, a lot. so it can take it's getting a very long, long time. So yeah, that's the space that we are trying to digitize. And uh, the response has been actually great. Uh, and it's just getting better. Yeah, I mean, as it, time goes by. Well, it doesn't feel like you're just trying it. It feels like you're, you're actually doing it. And, you know, we're obviously entering this new era of financial services. How, how, how is it yeah. actually um, evolving? in Pakistan? Okay, so here's the interesting thing. So generally the cash payment based with payments has to quite an, an extent shifted to digital mode. I mean, uh, uh, just to uh, back whatever I'm saying is with what the central bank's reports have been saying every quarter, 
that this has been a very huge dip in the cash transactions. And, uh, you know, if I compare the figures from 20, uh, the year financial year 20 and financial year 21, in terms of volume and in terms of value, there's been over a 100% increase uh, in the number of transactions that have gone digital. Uh, the first reason that I think is primarily because COVID really helped uh, because, you know, all of a sudden overnight, there was someone who had to receive a payment and someone who had to make a payment and there was no other option except for that digital space. So all of a sudden that understanding uh, amongst the, the merchants and the customers, you know, that just increased many folds. Plus central bank uh, in the past couple of years, the regulations that have come into place have also helped this space. Uh, you know, things like in COVID, they made these digital transfers uh, free of charge. So, you know, that really encouraged the payments as well. Plus, you know, uh, in terms of regulation, there have been a few licenses that have also been brought up by ST Bank, for instance, the digital banks and, as you know, there's an uh, EMI license, which is an electronic money institute license that has come just to digitize uh, this space and facilitate it. Plus the banks have also started to understand the space. So they are heavily investing into the infrastructure uh, whereby they're introducing new products in the digital space, plus upgrading their existing mobile banking apps and the internet banking apps. So yeah, there has been a huge change since we've come into play. Does it feel like there's a lot of support in terms of like the, you know, the fintech community, the, 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 the government as well, in terms of like regulating this space rapidly? Because here in the UK, I have to say, it feels like it's still very slow, the transition to, towards regulation of blockchain technologies and specifically like the fintech sector. Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, I've been a banker in the past and the central bank used to come across as a very conservative, uh, you know, laid back, uh, you know, very, very, you know, traditional sort of a setup. Uh, but the sort of regulations if from the central bank and from the Securities Exchange Commission uh, has really helped and the regulations has just helped, you know, uh, things like I mentioned, the licenses, uh, plus now you have the option of actually forming a holding companies outside Pakistan that helps into getting funding into Pakistan as well. So, you know, generally the environment uh, for the startup and for the fintech space has been quite friendly and has been quite supportive. Yeah. So, you know, uh, COVID, digitization, regulation, it's just that things came together and it has just made this ecosystem and this environment. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like there's a, a lot of investment going into Pakistan, specifically within the fintech um, space itself, especially now. Yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, you know, uh, let's say in the year 19, there's around 40 million that came in, 20, we're talking about around 55 million. Then all of a sudden in 21, last year, we had around 350 million that came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in the first six months till the 30th June, we are already sitting at 270 million. So I'm sure we're going to cross that number from last year, even considering what the global, you know, generally how things are globally. Uh, yes, primarily the money has come into the e-com sector, obviously, because the requirements over there, the cash flow requirements are very different. 
but the second biggest sector in terms of funding has been uh, the fintech and as the digital banking licenses i personally think are going to be rolled out uh, in the in probably in a couple of months so we'll see probably a lot of funding that's going to come into the fintech space and it's going to be probably the number one space where the funding is coming in yeah and 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 for a company like paypro like you know yeah. you, you are going into into a busy market um yeah. again are you competing are you competing locally or is this something whereby actually you know paypro is going to expand start competing um with, with companies around the world so right now uh, because uh, our main product uh, which is uh, based on the local collections, which is in, uh, you know, in by getting all the local banks on board. So it's yeah. a very localized uh, solution that we're offering. Having said that, uh, we did uh, get the internet payment gateway uh, in place about a year as well, whereby our local merchants are able to accept payments from across the world. You know how that thing works. So in terms of this, the platform that we've made in terms of how this product works probably at some point in time we are considering and we have also considered to move into the region also uh, because now we do have the expertise but as we speak uh, right now our main focus is that we have a working product in place so whatever the space and the niche that we we just want to increase our offerings to that client base. You know, for instance, we are looking into a couple of uh, regulatory licenses, then into BNPL. So there's still a lot happening in Pakistan, and that's where our focus in the immediate uh, and for the time being is going to be. Yeah, it, it, def it definitely feels like there's a lot of exciting um, things going on in in, the, in that part of the world. I mean, you know, for yourself. You 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 um you lightly touched on the fact that you know your background is actually working in banking. Um, yeah. what, what what were you actually doing personally, like before you came to PayPro, and how did you end up? Yeah. So uh, my started my career with HSBC. I was there, and then um, after a couple of years of working, I thought that's a good time to do my MBA. I got my MBA done from one of the top schools in Pakistan. Went back into banking, it started seeming very traditional, very boring. It's the same run of the mill thing. So I just started off on a couple of my own ventures. And uh, then I thought that, you know, the startup space, this fintech space is exciting because I was getting best of both the worlds. A, that finance, that banking side, plus, you know, working in a startup is nothing less than having your own entrepreneurial venture, uh, you know, uh, in terms of getting the job done to the responsibility to everything. So that's how just things just fell into place. And it made sense that this is just the right move to be in this space. Plus a lot of exciting things were happening. So that's where I personally see the real growth is right now. And 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 what are some of the the successes that you're currently seeing at the moment with with, with PayPro? Uh, with PayPro, you know, uh, the thing is that when this company started, in terms of the boost that we got since COVID, I mean, I can't even tell you where we used to stand in terms of digitization. Uh, but you know, in today's day, we are proud of what we've done. We are almost on all the banks' platforms across Pakistan today. I've seen uh, on your website. That, 
yeah which is a feat in itself and you know just the excitement and just informing the customers that what we can do for them and uh, you know how the response has been from the market uh, we have definitely come a long way you know dealing with traditional banks uh, which are 20 plus and explaining to each one of them how we can actually complement what they're doing took us a while but we've come a long way and yeah it's been a good fun ride and and what 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 can we expect to see out out of pakistan what what does the future look like not not just so much in the fintech space but in in the tech in the world of tech yeah so you know uh, it's very exciting uh, pakistan's demographics dynamics match to quite an extent to how you know egypt and uh, indonesia are uh, we got a very young population uh, you know the median age of pakistan is 23 uk's median age is 41 you know we've got a huge middle upper middle class of almost 20 million which is i think probably larger than the size of germany also so you know we've got around 300 uh graduates which are coming out every year so the size and the potential is there and uh, you know this is what is exciting uh probably the global investors also just the sheer size i mean even in terms of the unbanked pakistan comes number third uh, in the world so the ecosystem is growing uh the fundamentals are there for instance the mobile adoption has been there so you know it's a very exciting time in pakistan Uh, in this tech sector uh we've seen good deals happening and uh, it's just a matter of time that you know we're going to be making some really big we expect a lot of big deals coming out of pakistan soon as well yes he so th- th- that's one thing you just hit on that i think is interesting is the unbanked yeah that that the mod- third large population that that's huge for you guys huge just just uh, yeah just that sentence in itself it just creates a lot of excitement we speak to a lot of vcs and that yeah. you know it's just a big opportunity yeah, and, like, uh, and it, it, it makes sense like like so so one thing that we see like with investors in europe is that they're very like overly cautious right the americans have always had a, a more bullish approach it's like grow 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 profits will come later and and i think that you know i speak with a lot of like vc yeah. friends investors and you know they they're very interested um in you know in in the eastern part of the world for the reasons that we're actually discussing now yeah so you know so that's why we uh, yeah that's why we got tra- uh, traction you know kingsway from the uk tiger global uh you know uh gobi ventures so we sorry do you work with tiger traction now no we don't but uh, i'm just trying to you yeah so what i'm trying to tell you is that that's the reason why we're getting traction now from yeah. across the from you know some of the top funds in the world because they see yeah. the potential and obviously you know, even one or two names it just opens up the market for a lot of other people who are considering also pakistan so yeah exciting interesting times yeah. tiger global like they, they, they've been involved in some like really exciting like projects in the most in, in the fastest growing parts of the world so yeah i, I don't you know again i have to be clear like it's not it's not a company that i have a relationship with um but i've i've just i follow them like well, where see where they're investing and they're uh, yeah yeah they're one so, of the most yeah. ones to watch 
that was probably one of the most exciting news that came last year and it was you know uh, at every level uh, from the government level to the zone space everyone was very excited about that one because you know everyone knows about tiger <laughs> Well, and on that, obviously, look, there is a there is a buzz um, around the fintech space. There's a buzz around Pakistan right now. Like you said, young population, and let let's be clear about this, right? I'm not one to mince my words. It's a hardworking population, right? It's a hardworking yeah. population. You've got a, a demographic that are very focused on making sure they're learning about the latest technologies. Um, and they're doing everything they can to create advantages for themselves um, to, yeah. to make sure that they're 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 working not just on the current technologies but on future technologies as well. So you see, this is what happens. I mean, you understand this thing also, especially in a country like Pakistan, where you've got your macroeconomic problems, and then you start getting funding uh, from all these companies. So a, you get a lot of support. B, uh, you know, companies like Kareem. Uh, you know, back probably when I started my career, what were the two options? Either uh, you move into the region or out of Pakistan, or you would want to work with one of the multinationals. Uh, but uh, since Kareem days, uh, what people saw, the way that transaction happened to what is happening in the space to this funding, it has given a whole lot of new opportunities. This was a very traditional market. Uh, you know, uh, we don't even have the capacity for the local investors that much to, you know, make a lot of investment in that space that's why maybe it lagged behind uh, in a lot of ways also but now this is the new thing uh, you know uh, parents or even at every level considering that you know a 20 year old has got this startup they're getting this huge funding and they're able to start that so yeah things have just transitioned very very quickly is it easy for a 20 year old to start a company in pakistan but it, look, it's, uh, never, it's never easy to build. A, it's never easy to build a company anywhere in the world. But it's you know it's it's, it's you know it's, let, let, let's just say like it, like the culture like in America they have this whole culture where they just like they'll throw money at startups, right? Yeah. So the, the dynamics to quite an extent are changing because at every level some sort of work is happening. For instance, you know the government and even universities have now got their own incubation centers right so it just gives you a whole lot of opportunity uh, to actually go and for a few months if not a year or so go and try it out on their expense whatever your idea is the funding is there uh, the people who are locally available and internationally everything is opened up so it's worth a shot and that opportunity lies there yeah it's very much there yeah, yeah. It, it sounds culturally though that the, you know and you know you and i have discussed this previously like there's a trust there right there's a trust yeah. that even if you're not going to get it right the first time that um you know we're going to see a lot of like pay pros coming out of pakistan it's going to obviously create huge opportunities within the jobs market um we've got this yeah. young 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 population young generation who are yeah. very tech savvy as well so yeah. I mean, th that said like with pay pro Obviously, you want the best of the best, right? Yeah. How do yeah. you go about? Well, like, what, what are your hiring practices? Because again, um, it, it, within the fint our fintech and our blockchain community, they're looking to work for companies like Paypro. Like, what yeah. is it that you're really looking for in, in, in the? I mean, you know, my criteria. I've been actively been hiring for the past three years and i just have two things that i look out for a i'm looking for self-starters 
because you know the space the pace at which we work and the need to grow you know you really can't push about or you can't just be sitting around it's not those traditional banks or any other business so you know unless and until you have that drive and that fire in you you we won't you won't be able to last long that's one thing and b uh, i just look for candidates who don't switch around a lot uh, you know there's a lot of time that goes into bringing them at par and at training them and then you know that's one thing that always stands out for me that how long have they spent in the past few years in whichever companies they work that's a no go for me uh, because you know i truly believe you can learn anything if these two fundamentals are right the job can be done and that's why uh, majority of the people in my team have been around with me for more than a year which in its own right is a milestone considering the sort of uh, you know opportunities that are coming yeah uh, as this space is growing so i consider myself lucky uh, in that way that the people have stuck around and obviously we have tried to grow these guys as well as the company grows we've tried to grow uh, these uh, individuals as well with us yeah yeah well i think it's as much testament to uh, paypro as anything right it's uh, r- right now especially for the developers and the engineers of this world there's just like yeah. untold opportunity. They're, they're in control. They can work where they want. Um, yeah. So if you guys... So, you know, uh, in, in so many ways, for instance, Kareem uh, was here. You know, Kareem in itself came, became this learning space where I just imagine uh, Kareem ending up as this unicorn and all the tech guys who were sitting there and how they turned around for this tech space because they grew this space so much plus covid gave the opportunity to a lot of people to work remotely so you know you got this opportunity globally to work with the best of the best and to get the right experience so that has definitely uh, helped uh, pakistan's uh, ecosystem startup but uh, but again is that the main thing though Are most people like um in Pakistan, are they working from home or are they working in the office now? Well, at least if nothing else for the uh, good year and a half, uh, majority of the people were working remotely as was the case uh, across the world. So, you know, uh, someone in the US, uh, they, now everyone understands working remotely. So, you know, you aren't uh, just bound by the space or geographically. You can get the best of the best from anywhere in the world. And that's why a lot of uh, tech people at least got the opportunity to work across the world with uh, a lot of firms, which were doing a lot of tech savvy things, which was much more advanced. So that just helps this space across also. And and just um, to sign out, like with paper, where are you guys hiring at the moment? Are you hiring only in Pakistan or are you guys, are you guys also hiring globally? Uh, I mean, you see, currently it is uh, Pakistan, but as we speak, as we grow, as we add more products, as we try to become, uh, you know, our offerings exist, uh, we are looking into that because we have the opportunity to pick on the best of the best talent from wherever it might be. Uh, Now I've even come across these apps and these companies that just sort that out for you. Uh, you know, from making uh, payments to them, cross-border payments to getting them on board and everything. So yeah, uh, all sorts of, um, 
you know all the talent is available to us sure. so we are ourselves not bound and restricted by us uh, we in fact as a matter of fact you know we also there's so many companies that reach out to us even through linkedin and in one way or the other we're trying to find some sort of synergies and how you know we can make the best of it or how we can collaborate so you know the space is just becoming smaller and smaller as true globalization for us at least in all <laughs> so i mean i mean with, with that said i mean what, what does the future look like for for pay pro uh i mean you know we are glad we have a working product like i mentioned uh so you know at, at a very basic level uh that just confirms that whatever we're doing it actually works and we're just trying to build on that thing uh our focus is on the sme and the education sector and we just want to increase our offerings to our existing clientele i mean just fulfill all their financial requirements as they may be on either way on the disbursement or the collection payment side so we want to be that one stop shop for them uh, um yeah. i really do appreciate okay. it so thank you very very much for your time and uh, yeah, I look forward to keeping up with paper and seeing how you guys you guys evolve. Thank you so much, Robin. It was a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you.